Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host Lisa Vandenberg and today we're going to be talking about the difference between mercy and grace. I want to invite you to come across to our website, thewaysofwisdom.com. There is so much available from the heart of God wanting to give us things that can really help us in our practical everyday life. It's a question that I've asked the Lord for a long time, continue to walk in and he has shown me so much over the years, me and my clients, of what it looks like to take the word of God and actually apply it in our lives. And you'll find that all through these podcast episodes, all through the workshops that I give, all through the free content that's constantly on Facebook, um, I go live a couple of times a week. So there are just so many tools that the Lord gives us that helps us to practically walk through situations in life. And there is uh, some confusion out there of the difference between the definition of mercy and the definition of grace and how we get to access both of those gifts from God. So I wanted to get a bit vulnerable this week and share a situation that happened in my life last week to demonstrate the difference between the two because God really answered the cry of my heart of wanting to know how to access this mercy of his, access grace to be able to walk this situation out well. And I think it'll really help to give a practical example so that you can see how God so desires to do this in your life too and with all the situations that you go through. So last week I had a situation happen in my life where I asked somebody to do something and it was an important something. It was, so I had asked nicely, uh, just, you know, please will you do this thing? And I had explained why it was important, laying out all the scenario and the consequences of what would happen if it wasn't done, but how beautiful it would be if it was done. So I'd, I'd really set the scene for why this thing needed to be done. I then checked in during the day that it was being done and still being considered and was put on the table. So you can see that I put in a lot of effort to um, try and help this thing to happen. Um, And it was something that I could not physically do myself. So all of those were the the parameters around it, right? And it got to the end of the day and the thing hadn't been done. And the uh, explanation just was that I didn't want to do it. So there were... All of the so all of these emotions were welling up in me, and there were the consequences of the action not being done, and what would happen in my own life and in other people's lives because of it. There was the fact that I had explained it so well, and the person had just said, "I don't want to do it." They didn't. They had no other explanation bar that, and so it was the end of a long day. Um, I had been working very very hard that day. All of this emotion was welling up and I just got very, very angry. And I didn't say anything. Um, I just uh, picked up my car keys and I left the house. Um, I, I didn't treat my husband very well. He asked where I was going and I just said, I'm going out. And I picked up the keys and I left. I didn't explain to him what was happening or why I felt this way. And it's just that's just not the way we treat each other. That's not the way we operate in our marriage. So I dishonored him and I picked up the keys and I left. And I went um, and just calmed down for a little bit. I had the presence of mind to not get angry all over him, but to actually try and leave and 
speak to God and calm myself down outside and then come back and process it. So there were all sorts of things involved, right? But I felt such a level of anger that I didn't even really know what to do with myself. So I was just praying in the spirit and um, trying to talk to God, but trying to process through all of this and not let strife in and all of the things that I know to do, right? And all of the ways the Holy Spirit was helping me. And so I, I went out, I physically got out of my house. I went and tried to process it. The things just started feeling calm, I came back again, and then uh, really just sat with the Lord. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Lisa, I don't want you to process this in an unhealthy way. I don't want you to go to food. I don't want you to go to watching something on TV to help you calm down. I don't want you to go to doing things so that you feel like you've achieved things. You know, all of the things that could have been sort of a a salve on the situation, trying to trying to make myself feel better. And he said, I really want you to just come and sit with me and process through why you're so angry. And to be honest, it was the last thing I wanted to do. It was later in the evening. I, as I said, I'd been working really hard. And um, But I, I heard him and I realized that none of the other things would work and that uh, God was extending this invitation to me. And I know by now that when he extends things like this, they always work. They always are full of a solution. And so this is where it comes to the difference between the explanation of mercy and grace. So mercy is when you give somebody something that they don't deserve. And the way I was letting my emotions control things and the way I was behaving, um, wasn't in line with righteousness. It wasn't in line with kingdom. I wasn't um, acting like Jesus would. And so in those moments and during that time, God extended me mercy. He knew that I wasn't acting right. He knew that um, I wasn't thinking right. And But he still extended me mercy. And he said, hey, I'm still here. I'm listening. I'm right by you. And so even though I didn't deserve, in inverted commas, I didn't deserve God's kindness and goodness at that moment, he gave it to me anyway. And that's what mercy is. When we see somebody in a situation that is, um, where they're not acting right, where they're not thinking right, where they're not behaving right towards us, we extend the mercy anyway. And we go, hey, I can see that you're hurting or I can see that something's going on. How can I serve you, love on you, listen to you, hear you, instead of judging you and letting the separation continue. My husband showed me mercy because he didn't say to me, hey, don't walk away, explain to me what you're doing. He just let me go because he knew that I needed to process. So those were the examples of mercy where you actually don't react to the person reacting to you, where you just Try and be calm and you say, hey, how can I help you through this situation anyway? That's mercy. And then when I came back and God was saying to me, hey, don't go to all of those other things to try and solve the situation, but actually come and sit and process it with me, that was grace, which is, I love the, the definition I heard one day. It's grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. And grace is then actually giving somebody power to get through the situation well. It's giving them help to be able to get the support 
giving giving somebody a key of wisdom to help them get through something. It's the enabling power that enables us to go forward well. So even though I wasn't acting in line with righteousness before, God said to me, hey, come and sit and process with me. And he was, he was extending me grace. He was giving me grace that said, here is a way to get through this situation well instead of letting it continue. Instead of letting the devil have a foothold by letting strife um, be the thing that you think about. Um, it's a way to come and heal your heart so that this pain doesn't sit there and fester and get worse. You know, it's a, it's Isaiah 61. It was a way for um, me to not be in bondage. It was a way for me to see where I couldn't see. It was a way for my heart to be broken, uh, to be bound up, my broken heart to be bound up. It was all of these things that God knows would be helpful ways to go forward instead of staying stuck and possibly giving the enemy a foothold that he could get a foot in the door, right? And so I sat with God and I wrote down um, things that I was angry about. And I literally sat in my journal and I wrote, I'm angry about, I'm angry about, I'm angry about. And the more I started to just say a few things, the more things that had been building up for about two weeks just started flowing out. And I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote about two pages of my journal of all the things that I was angry about. And... By the time I was finished, first of all, I was so surprised that there was so much in there. And second of all, I felt so much better for getting it out of my head and my heart and onto the page and processing it through with God. So then I sat there and I looked at this and I went, wow, Lord, look at how much is in there. And he said, I know. And it needed to come out because it was sitting inside of you and hurting you. And as I looked over the list, I literally just went through each one of them with him. I said, Lord, what's this about? And why am I angry about this? And what's this? And I realized that about two-thirds of the list were things that are unrighteous. So they were actually unrighteous anger, situations that are happening in the world um, that aren't right, um, aren't the way God would love to see them be, situations in... Um, the lives of the people around me that are just not right, places where the enemy's got a foothold in their lives, places where they're staying stuck, places where they're being hurt, uh, people who are sick, and my heart hurts for them because they're they're ill. Um, you know, just all of these scenarios were coming up, things that um, I've been praying into for a long time, and I know they agree with God's heart, and we're still to see them shift. It was beautiful actually going through this list and seeing how much of the things that were, that I was saying make me angry are actually things that are on God's heart too, things that he's upset about, things that he's working through, things that he's you know wanting to see come back into righteousness on the earth. And then a third of the list was things that I had been holding on to offense. I'd been holding on to unforgiveness or bitterness or places where I had let the enemy in that God wanted me to see so that we could clean my house and let the Holy Spirit back into those places, believe the truth instead of lies, and actually close off all of the access points that I'd given to the enemy to be able to come in. And so by the end of the night, there, was, there had been lots of emotions spent, there'd been lots of tears, lots of uh, processing time. 
but I felt so much better. And God had extended mercy to me by staying with me in the middle of my mess. And then grace by processing through what I was going through so that I could come out the other side and come back to righteousness, come back to a clean and pure heart, come back to a place where I could listen to him and forgive people around me and be in good relationship with him, whereas I wasn't at the beginning of the evening. And so this is just a practical example of how and why mercy and grace are so important. It's so important to see that God's heart is to be merciful to us. This is why Jesus came, despite the fact that we were sinners, despite the fact of all of the stuff that was going on on the earth at the time, Jesus still came. He came to give us a way out. He came to show us a way back home. And then grace is that the Holy Spirit came. Uh, Jesus paid paid the price for our sins and then enabled us to come back home. That's grace from God and going, hey, there is a way to come back home. There's a way to come back to righteousness. And you're thinking there's a way for your heart to be healed and for you to not let offense and strife and unforgiveness in, but actually to walk in love instead. And so this is just, it's a beautiful example of God's heart and how much he wants to walk through everyday life with us everyday situations and scenarios with us and empower us and give us the ability to walk through life well, to not let the enemy have a foothold, to give us love that can be unconditional. Um, we love because he first loved us. He's the one that gives us the ability to love him and ourselves and others. So as you process things through this week, I want to encourage you to sit with God and say, Lord, will you show me where you are extending mercy to me in my life? Where are the places where I'm just not thinking right or acting right? I'm not accessing all the beauty and love that you have. And then will you show me how to do that? How to ask the Holy Spirit for help? How to think things through with you? How to see where there are opportunities in my life for me to agree with the truth of what you say instead of the lies of the enemy and let him process through life with you in such a way that you can walk out better than you walked in <laughs> that you can end today better than how you started today just by accessing all this beauty and this help that God has for you so this is the adventure that Jesus is inviting you on today. And I'd love to hear about them. If you feel to email back and share with me some of the scenarios of what God's taking you through. First of all, it encourages my heart tremendously. Second of all, um, it helps me to see where you are in life, how I can be of service and um, what we can put out in all this content that we provide, the podcasts, the um, workshops that we do, the content on Facebook, what coaching looks like. Um, it helps me to know where you're really at in life and how I can be of service. So as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept?